Here we are, the final weekend of August. It's Labor Day long weekend, and you know what that means. It's also the final weekend of the Canadian exhibition, and the air show happens every uh, Labor Day long weekend at the CNE grounds. Uh, Lori Duthie is a Canadian International Air Show Executive Director. She joins the show right now. Lori, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Hard to believe. It's uh, celebrating the Canadian International Air Show being the it, celebrating its 70th anniversary this year. I know. It's crazy. We're the longest-running air show in North America. Is that right? In North America? Yep. Yeah, we started in 1949, moved uh, locations a few times, and finally joined the CNE in 1956, I believe it was, as part of their finale. Now, today's practice day for the air show. What goes on during practice? Well, I'm down at Boss Control right now, and we're just getting ready for the aircraft to start departing out of Pearson. They're going to do practice. We're doing something special today that if anybody's out in the Toronto area and they can look up, the Red Arrows and the Snowbirds will be doing a joint flight over the skyline to get a couple great photos. Uh, The Red Arrows are here from Britain. They haven't been here since 2002, so it's pretty special to have them, and they wanted to get a few shots with the CN Tower before they... uh, before they head home after this weekend. So they're doing that this morning. And up with them is Chris Hadfield. No way. Amazing. The uh, commander. Yes. Yeah. So he's up. Go ahead. This this is the, it's it's their uh, version of the Canadian Forces Snowbirds. This is the Royal Air Force. That's right. Yeah. They're doing a six-week tour in North America, and we're thrilled to be chosen as one of their stops. Do the, uh, the forces get competitive with each other? Uh, a little bit. They certainly uh, pay attention to each other's performance, that's for sure. Right. Have you seen anybody kind of steal a move or decide to up their game a little bit, or has that happened during practice? Uh, I don't. They're pretty safe. They stick with their standard routine, so I don't think we'll see anything different. But uh, I haven't seen the Red Arrows' performance since 2002, so I'm really excited to see their practice today. And they're going to get all ready and familiar with our show site and be ready to start the program for tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. From 12 to 3, they'll be opening the show each day. So what's Chris Sadfield's role with the uh, Red Arrows? Is he just going along for the ride, or is he going to be flying? Uh, well, as ex-military, he's considered a dignitary. He's a, he's a good friend of the Canadian International Air Show. He's flown our show a couple times, and he's flown with each of the jet teams in North America. So when he heard the Red Arrows were here, we, we reached out to him to ask if he'd like to check that one off his box as well. Is there nothing this man can't do? I know. (laughs) He's pretty incredible. Let's talk about um, Canadian veteran Gord Price. He's going to be in a Russian-built plane. It's called the Yak-50. And I was doing a little research. This is back in 1949 this was designed, this plane. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, his plane is amazing, actually. I just saw him at the airport as well, and uh, he was showing me his instruments. They're all in Russian, so he had to get trained pretty well to learn how to read all the instruments. And it's just a unique engine. It's it's amazing. And Gord's just an amazing fellow. He... uh, he recently flew over the Rolling Stones concert when they were up in the Barry area. That's a good time. Yeah. Let's talk about the the uh, idea. You know, I always like seeing the old biplanes. Do we have any biplanes in the Brent show? Hand, yeah, Brent Handy is here. He's sponsored by Barnstormer. He's flying the Pitt Special. So it's a red and white. And he's just amazing. He's a former F-18 pilot. He's a former Snowbird pilot. Just recently retired from the Canadian Forces. And he now is flying the Pitt. That's his job now. He's an air show pilot. Wow. Uh, The USAF A-10, what is that? That sounds like a modern fighter. It's uh, what they call an attack aircraft, and it's actually uh, nicknamed the Warthog because it's a little ugly, and I think their their slogan is, go ugly early. So he's He's a crowd favorite. We were, we've been asked on Facebook by our fans for a couple of years now to bring the A-10 back, so we're lucky. We're going to have two of them flying in the show this year each day. 
Okay, so what? How do you decide who's going first, who's going second? Like, what's the how's the order determined when you're talking about an air show as important as you know the Canadian International Air Show, which is the longest running in North America? Well, it's Toronto is a bit of a tricky show site because we're. Uh, close to Billy Bishop Airport, so we're really lucky. We've got partners with Porter and Air Canada and all the airlines that fly out of Billy Bishop, and we sit down in the wintertime and kind of negotiate with their schedule when we can have what we call a jet block, which means there's no aircraft moving out of Billy Bishop. So we set those jet blocks at the beginning and the end of the show. So that's kind of how you're going to see. You're going to see all the bigger jets going at the first hour and the last hour, and in the middle we put the smaller aircraft so that Porter and Air Canada and everybody can still take off from the island. Wow, that is kind of a the potential for a logistical nightmare, huge. Well, that's why we sit down in the winter. We go through every single point of that and make sure that we've got Nav Canada here on site at Boss Control with us. So all the aircraft are being controlled very strictly. So it's, it's a very smooth operation here with a lot of people involved. Maybe run down a few other uh, aircrafts because there are more aircrafts, obviously, in the show. Uh, let us know how many are taking part in the, the variety of aircrafts. Sure. We've got about 12 different performers. We've got the RCAF Cyclone, which is Canada's newest helicopter. It replaced the Sea King, and it's never really performed in Toronto before, and I don't think Torontonians will have seen it unless they've gone elsewhere. So that's showcasing here. Uh, the CF-18 is a crowd favorite as well. Um, you mentioned the U.S. Uh, Air Force A-10. We've got, um, uh, sorry, the Griffin is going to be doing, he's flying over right now, actually. I'm watching him go back and forth. He's going to be doing a SAR demo, so they're going to put SAR text out into the water. What does that mean? Sorry. uh, So search and rescue, SAR search and rescue. Okay. Uh, So they're going to be the folks that if they, if we got lost in the woods somewhere, these are the folks that would come and save us. So they're going to go out on a sort of a rope out of the helicopter and go down into the water and replicate a rescue right in front of the crowd. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, it's great. And then we've got the uh, retired RCAF Beechcraft, which is a vintage transport aircraft from the RCAF from years ago. It's beautiful. It's all buffed up, shiny. It's going to look great in the skies this weekend. And how many air shows are uh, occurring this weekend? Uh, there's actually another, you mean in Toronto? No, I, sorry, I mean at the CNE, because I know it, it. there's a couple of shows. Yeah, so we're, we'll have a show each day, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday from 12 till 3 daily. Okay, so today's the, the day where everybody's making sure their equipment works, you're making sure you're in order, it's, it's just the, uh, the day where you do the run-through. Right, and getting familiar with our show site, uh, where all the markers are and everything. Yeah, so it's just a quick practice day, just a, one of our safety checks we do. And it's the air show, is it free with the, your admission to the CNE? Absolutely. The CNE is the best place to watch it. You're going to be center stage. Uh, there are tickets to the exclusive air show zone, which is just south of the CNE, and we've still got some tickets available at www.thex.com. Uh, and in the exclusive air show zone, you can meet the pilots, get their autographs, take pictures with them. We've got some exhibits there. And then over on the CNE grounds, just by the Rose Garden, we've got the Flight Festival, which there's a Royal Canadian Air Cadet glider right there you can get into and get up close, take pictures with that. It's beautiful. It's a big, big glider. And we've got a drone display. Everything aviation is going to be set up there at the Flight Fest on the CNE grounds. We are at the 70th anniversary of this uh, longest-running air show in North America. Has social media changed it at all? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but it's been an, it's great because we can share photos, and especially in Toronto where you can't get up close to the aircraft, we can show some photos behind the scenes with our fans. So it, it's changed for the better. It's a great form to communicate with people. We certainly hear our fans' opinions of what they want to see, what they don't want to see. So uh, it, it's been good. I don't want to bring it up because I have a feeling it's not coming, but is there any way that we're going to see a stealth? And if if so, would it be a surprise perhaps? 
Uh, unfortunately, this weekend we will not see a stealth. We would love to. We're working on it for next year, so it takes a long time to negotiate all of those. Uh, you know, they have to build it into their training schedule. So we, we're already in talks with for 2020. So that is on my wish list as well. So you start planning out when the uh, the flight times for the air show, and you start working it out with uh, Pearson and with Billy Bishop in the winter. I, it never crossed my mind that you would have to start to book people. Um, early on to be part of the air show because, you know, it is the longest running in North America, but you just mentioned it with the stealth. So hopefully we get that back next year for the air show. But how far in advance are you working? Like, are you already looking ahead to the 75th air show? Not looking that far, but uh, the jet teams like the Thunderbirds, Blue Angels, uh, they're obviously the Red Arrows, the Snowbirds, they all book years in advance. So uh, that's something we definitely, we are talking to them always with a few years ahead in mind. Right. And We've got the uh, air show going on this weekend. Is there anything else happening that we should be aware of on this final weekend of the exhibition? Just uh, let's all pray for great weather this weekend so we can put on a great show. Uh, we've got aircraft representing each of the last seven decades to celebrate our 70th. So we're going to show you vintage, modern, guess, kind of go through a whole storyline of aircraft evolution. So uh, the best places to come on down to the CNE and enjoy all of their great events they've got, the super dogs, the crazy food, everything they've got going on there, and just make a great weekend of it. All right, well, we'll keep our fingers crossed. It looks like it's going to be some interesting weather, but nothing really uh, wicked going on. So that's okay. some good news. And uh, we wish you a fantastic uh, air show again this year. Great. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for joining me. It's a pleasure having you on the show. It's 1057, uh, 1054 rather. I know a lot of people that this is their tradition. Like this is how they wrap up Labor Day. It's all about that air show. I have a friend that I invited to the cottage last weekend. I said, what are you doing on the long weekend? She's like, can't, no can do. We're at the air show. It's, it's a family tradition. We take everybody to the show.